In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. When the summer of 1980, I was only 12 years old, but I remember these stories. They were stories with strange words that nobody seemed to be able to pronounce in the same way. Everybody pronounced them differently. And they came from far, far away from where I lived. My parents were not political. They weren't really even all that civically minded. But at 5.30 every night, Walter Cronkite was on our television set. The most trusted man in America. Just imagine that. A newscaster you could trust. Never happen again. But... I was 12 that summer, and I remember the TV. Stories caught my imagination because they came from behind the Iron Curtain. My parents would watch the news at night, and I would pick up a word or two here and there. Words like Gdansk, the city in Poland where the shipyard was. There were names like Lech Wałęsa. Mysterious words like Solidarność, which was an illegal trade union at the Gdansk shipyard that was founded by Wałęsa, and a woman named Anna, Anna Valentinovich, who was a welder and a crane operator, was fired five months before she could retire. After she was fired, uh, Anna knew that they had to do something to protect workers, And so she wrote this. She said, Our aim should not be to secure a somewhat thicker slice of bread today, even if this would make us happy. We must not forget what our real aim is. Our main duty is to consider the needs of others. Our day-to-day motto should be, Your problems are my problems. We must strengthen our solidarity. And that was the name of the illegal trade union, Solidarność, in Polish and in English, Solidarity. Anna was more than just a welder and a train worker, (coughs) a crane worker, uh, excuse me, a welder and a union worker. She was also a Christian. She was a devout Catholic. Later, somehow, she made friends with the Pope, John Paul II. It's the same John Paul who wrote in his own native Polish tongue about Solidarność. He wrote, Solidarity is not a vague compassion or a shallow distress at the misfortunes of so many people, both near and far. On the contrary... Solidarity is a firm and persevering determination to commit oneself to the common good. In the hands of Anna Valentinovich or the hands of Alec Walensa or Pope John Paul, one word could change the world. And within a decade, if you know the story, it did. Even a 12-year-old knew that those stories from beyond 
from behind an iron curtain were important stories. It felt like liberation was coming and solidarity moved the world. I told my wife Renee that my introduction was about a Polish labor union. And she said, well, that'll be about as interesting as any of your other sermons. Um, But tonight is the vigil of Christmas. This is not a homily about trade unions. It's not about the Soviet Union. But it is about solidarity. Because on this night, 2,000 some odd years ago, God entered solidarity with humankind. To be with us, the infinite became finite. The immense infinitesimal, the voice that hurled a universe, cried as a child. The far-off God grew close. That is Emmanuel, God with us. And it's the mystery of Christmas, what we've been planning for, what we've been waiting for, yearning for Christ to come. And now that He's here, He's come to share our state, to lie down beside us in the mess that we've made, to say, your problems are my problems, to enter solidarity. But here's the takeaway point for the night. It was the shepherds. It was the shepherds that knew that it was a dangerous night. Uh, Until that night, holy and human had been an unstable compound. It had been an explosive cocktail. And so we read, in that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And then an angel of the Lord stood before them. The glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. They hugged the ground with fear. The angel said to them, do not be afraid. Uh, Traditionally, there have been three themes for the masses on Christmas. There are three that happen over the next, say, 24 hours. And the one at daybreak tomorrow morning is called the, um, the Shepherd's Mass. The one in the full light of Christmas Day is called the King's Mass, but this one, The one that's in the dark tonight is called the Angel's Mass. And I want you to hear the voice of the angel. Because like the shepherds, we tend to tremble when the holy comes too close. But the angel says, don't be afraid. To the shepherds and to us tonight, do not, do not, do not be afraid afraid. Not on Christmas. I know any preacher worth her salt knows that there's only one rule for Christmas Eve homilies. It's the kiss rule. Keep it short, stupid. Everybody's ready to go home, and I will. But I want to leave you with one thing. It's a a poem. It was written by uh, a woman named Jessica Powers. She uh, was a discalced It means unshod. She didn't wear shoes. A discalced Carmelite nun who took the great name Sister Miriam of the Holy Spirit 
And she wrote poems in the 50s in her Wisconsin convent. I heard this quoted the other day uh, by my friend David Zoll, and I knew that I had to read it to you tonight. It's called The Mercy of God, and it reads like this. I am copying down in a book from my heart's archives the day that I ceased to fear God. Would you name it the day that I measured my column of virtue and sighted through windows of merit a crown that was near? Ah, no, it was rather the day I began to see truly that I came forth from nothing and that the works of my hands are a foolishness wrought in the presence of the worthiest king in a kingdom that shall never end. So I rose up from the acres of self that I tended with passion and defended with flurries of pride. I walked out of myself and went into the woods of God's mercy, and here I abide. There's greenness and calmness and coolness, a soft leafy covering from judgment of sun overhead, in the hush of His peace in the moss of his mercy to tread, for I fear God no more. I go forward to wander forever in a wilderness made of his infinite mercy alone. On Christmas, God comes near, and that presence that you sometimes feel behind you, over your shoulder, just out of sight, that's not God with a clenched fist. It's not a cosmic accountant come to call your debt. It is mercy breaking in, solidarity, not a vague compassion or a shallow distress at our misfortune, but a firm, persevering determination to commit God's self to your good. Christmas is Emmanuel. It is God in solidarity with us. And solidarity is a word that can move the world. So good Christian friends, rejoice. With heart and soul and voice, now you need not fear the grave. Jesus Christ is born to save. Remember that and don't be afraid. That's your invitation. Happy Christmas. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.